Hello and welcome to Swiftly Spoken, a fan-made Taylor Swift podcast in which we break down her lyrics, deep dive into full album retrospectives, and theorise about what may be coming next. As always, we are your hosts Cameron and Lisa, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about the surprise songs Taylor is singing at the Eras Tour, and giving our predictions for which songs she may perform in upcoming shows. Before we get into our predictions, we just wanted to clarify a few things. So firstly, the surprise song segment of the Eras Tour is basically a moment in which Taylor strips back all of the performance aspect and it's just her and her guitar and then her and her piano as she chooses two random songs from her vast discography to play and surprise fans with. So one will be on the guitar and then the second one will be on the piano and at the beginning they weren't really related but as time has gone on she seems to have established kind of like a pattern from which there's a connection between the first song that she plays and the second one which we'll be getting into in a second. Right now she has performed seven The Era's tour dates so that means that we have 14 surprise songs. From the first date, the 17th of March in Glendale, she surprised the crowd with Mirabal and Tim McGraw. In the beginning, we all thought that Tim McGraw was going to be a mainstay on the tour and would be the representation for debut. However, the next night on the 18th of March, she performed This Is Me Trying and State of Grace. And that is when it was established that they would be two surprise songs in a night. On the 24th of March, she played Our Song and then to celebrate the release of Lana Del Rey's CD, she played Snow on the Beach. So up to that point, like we said, there wasn't really any pattern or she wasn't really making any relations or connections between the two songs that she was performing. However, from the 25th of March, a pattern seems to emerge that she does seem to mention. So on that Las Vegas date, she played Cowboy Like Me with Marcus Mumford, and then she played White Horse, and she very explicitly stated that she was looking for a song that she could connect to Cowboy Like Me. So Cowboy Like Me, obviously, like a cowboy kind of song it talks about you know these two con artists and then she said she was thinking of cowboys and then she came up with white horse loosely related but it, the theme is there i do think with that song there could have i think she could have possibly thought a bit deeper maybe and picked something that was more thematically rather than just horse very <laughs> cowboy <mostly>. yeah definitely <laughs> yeah closest um, to a cowboy <laughs> I, I think yeah i think as time goes on i think we will start to see more of a kind of connection but in terms of the next song that taylor kind of played so on then the 31st of march in arlington the two surprise songs were sad beautiful tragic and then ours and these ones don't appear to have had a connection in unlike the previous um two songs right um so do you think what would you kind of think maybe the connection between these two would be i am not sure because like one is quite like you know, the relationship is over, you're looking back at it, it's very tragic. And the other one Mm. is very like the opposite. The relationship is still going. Whatever anyone says about it is ours. So I'm not sure if there was a connection established and she didn't really mention one. I do think she was playing around with with the idea from what she had stated previously because these last two especially like we're going to get into him into them she's really really establishing like these are linked these are connected they are here for a reason and the reason is this and this which i really think is fun i think it adds an extra layer yeah. of excitement oh definitely definitely it makes it does make it a bit more exciting but then trying to think oh what could potentially be the other one that would connect but i think maybe you maybe have established the connection is actually that they're totally two very different views of a relationship 
maybe that is their connection is that they're just totally different in the fact that you know it's this uh, or maybe like the beauty maybe actually it might be the beauty in the tragedy of a relationship like a sad beautiful tragic you know like Mm. it was still beautiful but it's still depressing and you know sad and then the beauty in being so kind of such a whimsical relationship that you're just so madly in love that you don't care what anyone says about it so maybe that was possibly the connection yeah yeah let us know if you guys can see any other connections between any of the previous songs but yeah the next one which was on the 1st of april again in arlington she sung death by a thousand cuts uh which she sung because she said that you know jack jack antonoff was in the audience and she wanted to sing it you know for him to see this bridge shouted out by the fans and then she sung clean which she mentioned was a song that gracie abrams really enjoyed and she had kind of like asked her if she would play it however there is an extra layer we're going to go a bit conspiratorial here because there is an extra layer to the connection between two these two songs in specific which is that clean obviously is from 1989 and talks about uh, you know a specific relationship and then death by a thousand cuts is from lover now death by a thousand cuts she has explained that it was inspired by her watching the netflix film someone great And then the director-writer of Someone Great came out and said, basically, that they were inspired to write their film after having listened to Clean. So there is, like, this intrinsic link between them, even if she hadn't noticed that. And they really do have this similar feel to them. It does feel like they're talking about the same kind of relationship. So there's an extra layer to it all. Yeah, which I don't know if Taylor did that intentionally. I hope she Um, did. Yeah, me too. I hope so. Because the coincidence seems, you know what I mean? That seems like a very strong coincidence when it's been made quite clear that those songs are weirdly linked because mm. one strangely inspired the other without it realising. Oh, I love it that it's like, oh, I was inspired by this film. Oh, yeah. By the way, I was inspired to write this film by your song. So it's really weird. But I, I do like the fact that those two are played together because purely the, the link for me is just that the link that, you know, the kind of the fact that death by a thousand cuts was technically inspired by clean um but obviously there wasn't that wasn't the link that taylor the pattern and reason that taylor kind of said was that because of jack and obviously gracie mm. but then in, the next night second of april in arlington the two songs were jump them full and the lucky one and interestingly taylor said here that the link between these two songs was that they were both songs that she fell in love with while re-recording both albums retrospectively fearless and red um, and obviously you said about the lucky one that it's kind of about the ugliness of being famous and jump them fool i guess maybe just it's just such a fun song isn't it i i'm a bit of a sucker as we will find out mm. <laughs> for um fearless taylor's oh, version uh, fearless sorry platinum songs there's something about those platinum songs that they just have a chokehold over me um so i'm glad that she performed one of those songs and yeah and i like that she also kind of fell in love with it and it's interesting to see the songs that taylor does really fall back in love with while re-recording um and the lucky one to be fair does make a lot of sense especially when you link it i'm surprised to be honest that she didn't link it with say the lakes because they're both quite similar in that kind of nature of like Mm. you know being and just wanting to kind of disappear from it all i also think something that we will be taking into consideration as we go forward with some of our predictions, is that it's very hard to pair songs together and also kind of think of one that can go on the piano specifically and one that can go on the guitar specifically because I feel like The Lakes Mm -hmm. maybe would be more, lend itself better to a piano kind of song and The Lucky One was the piano song. So maybe that could be a reason. 
they're not a confirmed thing so don't come for our necks <laughs> they're more of like us yeah. seeing the patterns as we love to as swifties and taylor kind of mentioning a couple of things so as we go forward we will find out if she continues with patterns and mentioning like strange relations between the songs or if she just stops doing that because she's like no nah, i can't be thinking about this so much for every single night also i thought i'd just interestingly mention as well that um taylor has said with these kind of songs and before we kind of get into the next section is that and she said um before the death by a thousand cuts performance i believe that um basically she would only basically the songs would have one they'll be played once and once only um so that they're different every single night obviously but she did say that if for some reason they were messed up there would be a possibility that they would reappear so that she can do them justice um and taylor has basically said that she wants to redo death by a thousand cuts because obviously she messed up the bridge um a couple of times um but she has also said that she would kind of like to do clean again because she sung it in a bit of a lower register um i don't think she messed it up at all i think it was kind of perfect yeah um but think... that is an interesting thing to to note while mm. kind of moving into our next section yeah i think she is kind of seeing fans being like oh i'm devastated i wasn't there and then she was just kind of like oh no i could have sung it again which i understand because honestly i don't mind if she doesn't sing it again because i i want to see variety honestly like as an international fan as well which we don't have any confirmation for dates i'd rather see variety so every single little song like all of these hidden gems which we'll be getting into will get their moment rather than just the mm-hmm. like we've heard clean many a time you know so it's, yeah you know, like unless she really bodges it like she didn't even really have to do a bad job for death by a thousand cuts honestly obviously she had no, to do the it was bridge quite fun. but it was fun yeah it was and they got to hear the bridge twice i'm sure they were not complaining in the audience i so, wouldn't be you know like, i mean yeah, i'm sure it was, i'm sure it was the total opposite they were probably thinking oh great yeah we get even more time if you sing yeah go for it i wouldn't complain i'll be like yeah mess it up and redo the whole thing again don't you exactly about start it, it again start again <laughs> so that brings us to our top 10 not without me in the room kind of songs that we don't want taylor to perform unless we are there like <laughs> these are the ones that we will be devastated if we see her perform at certain dates or at certain you know concerts because then obviously they wouldn't be performed again considering her you know explanation of this whole thing so these are like there's a list going round that a lot of people online and swifties are posting of you know top 10 top five songs that i need to be there so these are ours now i can predict some of yours and i'm guessing we've got a few debut and fearless platinum and speak now deluxe am i right yeah yes a little and also as ever with these rules we always say yeah you know you can only do this and do that i have broken the rules a little and i have 11 that's fine um (laughs) we'll allow (laughs) so i have my top 10 plus one that i would like to hear um but yeah i that's it, I'm, it's probably very predictable what songs I'm about to kind of pick. Okay. But you go first. I'm, I'm okay. generally really intrigued to see right. what your ones are. And again, weirdly, like, I think the thing that's interesting is that obviously certain albums, say like Folklore and Evermore, mm. a lot of the songs are on that set list, like a lot of the ones exactly. I want to hear. Yes. So it does mean that, that the later albums are the kind of the ones, or like mainly Folklore and Evermore really, because actually um, Midnight's, for example, is only really the singles um you know bar a couple here and there Mm. um but yeah weirdly the folklore evermore ones are kind of pretty much i think quite successfully covered covered off but anyways Mm. go into kind of your what are your kind of 
right. top 10 that you so, I guess I can divide this into like five and five because the the first five, well, the first four are more like, you know, the country-ish albums. So I have Mm -hmm. uh, Last Kiss, We Were Happy, Long Live, If This Was a Movie. Yes. So I will explain them and then we'll go into the pop ones. So obviously Last Kiss, I just, you know, it's just a bop it is the swifty out anthem it gave us our first yeah. swifty holiday you know <laughs> so yeah yeah and yeah. it's always been a favorite of mine i can see it being very painful but also to to perform but also yes love it yeah. we were happy i added this one because obviously this is interesting yeah obviously there are some songs from the re-recordings the vaults that we have never had live performances of so as the tour goes on i would love to see some debut performances obviously we did get a lot of debut performances for a lot of midnight songs evermore um folklore but we didn't get any vault songs so i would love to see this one and i think this one would be really really nice on piano like that original original demo from back in the day yes Obviously, Long Live, that has you know no explanation needed. And yes, if this was yeah. a movie, which obviously is uh, another song that we've spoken about quite a bit recently, at least yeah. personally, we'll get to it on the podcast as well at some point. But again, it has never been performed live. Yes, I know, which blows my mind. Yeah, so I would like that. Then turning to more of the pop section, you know, the pop albums I have Out of the Woods because mm-hmm. it's just, a, you know... Yeah. It is the Who song from 1989, that? right? Yeah. King of My Heart, Cornelia Street. So those are my three from pop section. King of My and, Heart. And I'm guessing mm, that yeah. King of My Heart will be on piano. Um. Oh wow, that is even. I hadn't even thought of that, but yes, like in the re in the writing think, sessions. I, oh my god. Yeah, because I think you'd mention. I think you mentioned that actually, um, in one of our previous discussions. I think you said about how the. Guitar version's gorgeous, but you would really quite like, actually quite like to hear it on yes, piano. Yes, I would, I would. I hadn't remembered that. Actually. Like a holy ground moment. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I hadn't remembered that. Writing it down, I was thinking of the King of My Heart acoustic moment that she has done previously mm-hmm. on the guitar. But yeah, piano would actually be so much better because we have that guitar one. So why not give us the full piano one? Yes. It's... Calling the street for obvious reasons. And yeah. then moving on to the final era, I guess, which is, you know, the more acoustic-y already era. Like you said, folklore, nothing from there. Because in most mm. of their songs that are my favourites have been covered, luckily enough. So yeah. I'm thinking Happiness, Evermore. Yes. Evermore on piano? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, that would be gorgeous. Especially if she got Bonnie there to join her. That'd yes, really cool. although cool. I don't really mind. Like, if he's not there, he's not there. Like... <laughs> Neither do I, yeah, same here, yeah. I just need to see it, I just need to see it. And finally, last but not least, from Midnight's, um, yeah, it was very hard to narrow it down to 10, but my 10th one would be Sweet Nothing on the piano. I can definitely get behind that, I definitely, definitely can. So, I need to be there for those 10 somehow, don't know how, but... You just have to be, whether whether she likes it or not. (laughs) Well, my one's interestingly... Right. So basically, I, once I found out that, you know, they were being played once... Right. (laughs) And that Tim McGraw was not a mainstay on the set list. I was right. very, very disappointed. So that is one of them. That's why I've done 11, because it's a bit naughty. Because obviously she okay. has done it technically. So yeah. it's unlikely to It's just here. wishful but thinking. I would, I would pass out if I heard that song live. Like I would, 
oh, that like, so the, Tim McGraw is on there, but it's technically not. So that's why I've got 11. Okay. But my other ones, so off debut, I would love to hear, and this might be a bit rogue, but I adore this song, is Tied Together with a Smile. Wow. I yeah. Love, you don't hear love, about that one love, much, love, do you? Love. No, I would love that song to be performed live. Like I would probably be the only one in the audience singing it, but I'd be I'd be making up for everyone else. And then, as you mentioned, I'm a bit of a kind of clear, fearless platinum lover. So the other side of the door, I would oh my love, God, yes. love, love. Yes, it. it would go off. It would go Literally, off. Literally, I would. Oh love love and also i haven't included these on my list but literally any fearless platinum Mm. like come in with the rain superstar again maybe not fan favorites but i adore them those would definitely be up there but they're not on my list but those kind of flaps around so so far yeah tied together with a smile the other side of the door crazier i'm a big big crazier fan and i am praying that we get a taylor's version but we'll get into that again at some point in a later episode so yeah crazier would love sparks fly like we need sparks fly like that's right yes glad you mentioned Um, that one Mm. then as you mentioned speak now deluxe so superman and if this was a movie i would love to hear um a lot of mine ironically are more guitar based i'd say yeah um other than other than tied together with a smile i think tied together with a smile she could Mm -hmm. but but the rest would be guitar and then red obviously from red the album red it would be come back be here like again this would be a I'm going to pass out kind of song. And Better Man, I just love Taylor's vocal. I just love the way she performs Better Man. Would adore to hear that. And then um, Nothing Off of 1989. Uh, well, well, out of the words, as you mentioned, but mm. with keeping it to 10. Um, so, yeah, Nothing for me. And then, uh, again, Nothing Really Off of Reputation for okay. me. So the next ones would be Cornelia Street and London Boy. And right. London Boy purely because if, you know, it is what it is. I just would love to hear it in London. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I exactly. actually quite like London Boy. I love London Boy. There's nothing cooler than being in London screen or being in, you know, the UK screaming, God, I love the English. Like, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, they're my 10 um, that I kind of like to hear. So, slightly rogue, maybe. And there's loads okay. of others that I could mention, like yes. loads of songs off Red. I almost do. I would love to hear loads off Midnight's. You're on your own, kid. Maroon, The Great War, Hits Different. The list goes on, but those so are the 10. So, if you were to pick two that mm-hmm. to the supposed you know imagine the year is tall is coming our way mm-hmm. and you will be you you know you're in the audience for two only which two would mm-hmm. you like literally die over like which would be your two sparks flying come back beat here okay i love that yeah i think i yeah. think it's so difficult you? so difficult so difficult but i'm thinking I guess I I would have a king of my heart acoustic with the guitar just so I could have Evermore on the piano. I'm surprised you didn't say happiness. I know. I'm just more... I don't know why I've recently become a bit obsessed with Evermore, the song. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, yeah, I could swap that around. And that, yeah, happiness would have to be on a piano as well, I'm guessing. So, yeah, I don't know. Either one, because then I look at Sweet Nothing, I'm like, oh, I love that song. So... Yeah, maybe I want you to. Difficult. I know I'm kind of snubbing the uh the country albums but that is because we have got like a lot of performances and that's why the ones that i've mentioned yeah. some of them are like you debut performances of of like you know some of the vault tracks and that that would be cool yeah but honestly having said that whatever she would you know play hypothetically i would die over even if it's like the most typical song that she's played a thousand times i'd still be like oh my god i'm just gonna also quickly mention I know this might be a little bit controversial, oh. 
But as ever, there are some songs that, you know, not everyone is a fan of. No one can be a fan of everything. So there's a couple of songs that I are on my list that I definitely don't want to be in the room for. <laughs> songs like, playing. get them over with quickly and, so I don't have to hear them. Yes, please. These, yes. And those are Me Oof. and Stay, Stay, Stay. <gasps> those two songs can stay well away from oh my me. Gosh. <laughs> no, you're putting bad karma if, into if, the world, Cameron. Now you're going to get I them on your day. <laughs> you watch. I know it. Yeah, I just know it. But those two. Well, you know what? Nothing against the songs. I have a lot against them, but nothing against them. Yeah, <laughs> they're lovely songs, but they're just not my cup of tea. That's it. We all and have our very much preferences. Like I, yeah, exactly. You know, those two. Are you know what? Two songs, it's like do not think about it if she did me on the piano spelling is fun though would kind of be fun that would be yeah and, and if she... spelling spelling is fun would kind of be a bit of fun it would go off because of you know yeah. it would but if she was to do me on the piano like that i will never stop talking about it like freya ridings did in the live lounge mm-hmm. it does change the mood yeah so yeah, you never know and then stay to stay on good oh mm. <laughs> no what's the connection no. between those songs <laughs> songs cameron hates <laughs> Yeah, basically, yeah. These are the songs that the person in row <laughs> a million, seat 32. He doesn't want yeah. to hear them. This is a personal no. attack. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let yeah, us know. She's, she's, yeah. Let us know which songs you would like to hear. And, you know, conversely, if you want to be a bit controversial, which songs you're happy to not be there for, <laughs> which is fine as well. We all have our personal opinions. So, yeah, it's interesting to hear that, honestly. I couldn't really think of any. Oh, oh, you know, out the bat. I mean, obviously, some from Lover, I don't really care for. Like, if she was to sing I Forgot That You Existed, I may... Oh, I'm, add that to the list. Yeah, I may be in the toilet. <laughs> no, I would, would, yeah. you know... It, no, I would never... Exactly. Things, even if she did perform Stay, 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 I, I would, would go off. Oh, of like, course I, I would. Be going off and singing. Actually, I love there Stay, Stay, Stay. So, moment... you, know, you know I'm a yeah, Stay, Stay, Stay exactly. defender. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, even... Even if she did perform it, I wouldn't be like, oh, God, I'm going to go to the no, no I'd way. be like, nah, I'm going to just go for it. You know, I'd be a little disappointed, yes, because it's not my favourite song ever. But, you know, I would still go down for it. You know, I'm only messing, prattling around. Yeah, of so course. Like, We're, you keep know, them away from me. We are Taylor Swift fans, you know, first and foremost. But obviously within all of her discography, which is like hundreds of songs, there are some that we prefer yeah. to others. Exactly. Uh, and going into that, I think there are some songs that lend themselves pretty well to being played in this segment so let's get into some of our predictions Mm -hmm. as for piano songs i really think there are at least three that off the top of my head i think that are probably gonna make an appearance at some point because they just they have well for a fact these three really they all three of them have kind of like piano remixy acoustic-y versions which are forever and always obviously has its piano version iconic version Back to December has been played on piano a few times previously, but it it just lends itself very well. And again, mentioning it for the second time, Sweet Nothing, as it does have its little piano remix. And Mm. I just, I really would love to hear it, whether I'm there or not. I mean, I'd love to be there, but if she... she To be fair, this this would actually be quite high up. Yeah, Sweeter Than Fiction. Right. So yeah, yeah, and then I guess with guitar songs as well, that would kind of work quite well sweeter than fiction obviously we've never technically had well we not technically we straight up have never had a live performance of we only have a very kind of short snippet um kind of taylor just on the kind of acoustically showing how it was written for like a tv uh kind of show mm. and then you're on your own kid on guitar would be really really good and call it what you want as well on guitar like she did for um snl yes um 
so yeah i think i think yeah those would all lend themselves really well to guitar and lots of kind of og uh kind of taylor songs as well like off debut fearless speak now and red always quite lend themselves to guitar as well um and normally a lot of her songs are either piano or they either start on piano or guitar Mm, they do because Um, those are the instruments that she has at hand and that's how she usually begins to craft them before going into proper production and you know bolstering them up one way or the other exactly so yeah even like the reputation songs can you know delicate works really well on guitar king of my heart we've obviously seen on guitar um and then we've seen kind of even you know songs like gorgeous and stuff the way that, that it was true. written oh know. my god you've just unlocked it for me gorgeous piano version yeah imagine with the that secret would change a lot of people's opinion with the secret lyric <laughs> yeah yeah with the yeah with the original lyrics that would definitely change a lot of people's uh, opinions i think mm, definitely oh i'd love on, that on gorgeous me too i definitely would and then obviously as we mentioned previously there seems to be now a link between the two songs so based on this kind of pattern and then looking back at our mashup predictions Mm. pre-eras tour we also have a couple of predictions in regards to the songs we think might be linked Um, and should we get into those what what kind of ones do you think would be kind of linked together yeah so like you said this is really based up on some of our mashup ideas that we did in a previous episode obviously that didn't come to pass as she's not really doing any mashups but these make sense because they have like got these connections that she could somehow pull together obviously red and maroon and again yeah. if not maroon uh, red and daylight. what would you think what would you, what would you think with red and, would red be guitar maroon be piano mm, yes i'm thinking yes yeah yeah and for red and daylight and then, same yeah yeah red red and daylight yeah piano daylight which makes sense she's done that already yeah exactly and then red guitar yeah actually out of these two i am feeling that she may do red daylight because there's already a previous connection yeah. established even though red and maroon is yeah. obviously this gr- glaring connection between mm. them but i it is hard to imagine maroon even on a piano because if you think of the beat of maroon it's like what you're going to play i don't know how to play the piano so i don't exactly, know exactly <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't know yeah. i'm not sure about that one but yeah red and no, daylight I, I, could see, I could see happening i think i think a lot of the midnight songs actually will be quite hard maybe to strip back strip back mm. it doesn't really have the, the production is kind of synced in with the lyrics uh, with the vocals a little bit yeah. so it's almost it's quite hard i don't know yeah like when I was thinking about Maroon, actually, yeah, how easy would that be to play on piano? It might be really easy, as uh, you know, as you mentioned, neither of us are piano players, so I can't really comment. Nope. But yeah, that would be interesting to see how she does that. And then other ones that we mentioned as well, of course, this would be an iconic one, Out of the Woods and then Question. I don't know which one would be which, oh. because Out of the Woods does work perfectly on piano. We know this because of the Grammy. Yes. The holy version of Out of the Woods yes. is that Grammy Museum um piano version. Oh, I love that version so much. So maybe question Me guitar, too. that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, to be fair, question I think could work. But can I ask you a question? Yeah. Or maybe or to be fair, I think she's done Out of the Woods on the Reputation Stadium tour. True. With the guitar. Yep. So I so maybe I think that it could be done with the guitar. And I think question would be a bit slow. Like, can I ask you a question? And then you can imagine I go like, Doo. yeah, you know what I mean? It could be something a bit more 
subdued that'd be so, so think, yeah, cool though imagine if she just suddenly like my faith in taylor that would be a cool <laughs> my faith in taylor is high in the sky but recently because she disappointed me by not changing up the lyric in karma when she was at the vegas dates to the clean lyric of karma yes. which is instead of flexing like a goddamn acrobat flexing like a vegas acrobat ever since she missed that trick i, I know <laughs> I've not been happy with I'm her. Like, she's, she better not miss it. Yeah, she better not miss any more tricks. Another obviously interesting one though that we kind of mentioned before is obviously Dear John and Would Have, Should Have, Could Have. Oh, Even though I love this link and this would make so I much don't sense, think... I just don't think she would. Because Too painful. It's it's quite obvious. It's quite obvious what the link is. Yeah, it's not. It's you know not... what I mean? It's not. It's like, oh, well, these, these songs are, song are about... about a cowboy. <laughs> these yeah. songs are about how much I hate John Mayer. <laughs> right in hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's uh... like. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't I wouldn't really go down well. But interestingly, one that I do think would work quite well mm. is You're On Your Own Kid and A Place In This World, which we mentioned oh, before. Yes. You're On Your Own Kid, I think, could be piano. I did guitar. think guitar because we do have that um, Target exclusive Lavender Deluxe yes, exclusive true. string remix, which, well, yeah, it's there. We can say that. Yeah. So maybe, and then a place in this world on piano. But yeah, like you said, Taylor's very good at adapting things anyway, and she oh, yeah. she she would know what to do. But yeah, I've somehow made doing. a connection between these two in my head as well that I I want to see. <laughs> it's hard to think of these connections, and I mean, just thinking of surprise songs themselves, you know, crowd pleasers, but also able to strip them back and will work while acoustically is difficult enough but also to choose two that have a pattern i mean i guess we're sticking to very very tight patterns whereas taylor as we've seen has gone for more of loose connections or no connections which is absolutely fine but it is hard to also think of these patterns and these connections between two specific songs because we're thinking of songs from completely different eras as well which to be fair to Taylor, she has done on all of these performances. There's never been two songs from the same era played back to back in the surprise segment, and most of them have been from vastly different eras. For example, Mirable from Folklore, we've and then had, Tim McGraw from Taylor Swift. Yeah, like we've literally had like one from almost every album other than 1989. And rep- well, uh, 1989, reputation. we've got Clean, so Reputation. Very true. Yeah, it's Reputation. Yeah, very true. Yeah. So yeah, it's a fair play. She's. She has kind of worked away, spanned across all of the albums. Yep, she has. So I'm feeling that maybe at our next date, which by the time this out al- this uh, episode is released, will be this weekend. I'm feeling we might get a reputation surprise song. Potentially, potentially. She better not play "Kicking My Heart" without me. Do you think she would do something like, mm. like you know, all of the girls, like <sighs> all the girls you've loved before? Do. You- do you think eyes you open, think she safe and like sound? That? Just the last four releases. Because yeah, because she's been pretty rogue before with like surprise songs slash performances, like yeah. playing like this is what you came for. Yes, and or playing I like, don't want to live forever. Better man. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, like you know what I mean. She's back in back in that kind of like post ninety nine post nineteen eighty nine pre rep era. She was kind of slightly rogue with playing some songs that was a bit like oh. Um, I definitely think Sarah that just as with the Reputation surprise songs, although the Reputation surprise songs, she did repeat a few of them all too well, was in the mix various times. Then she started to sing So It Goes and she added that on various dates. But here she's made it quite yeah. clear that she doesn't want to repeat because obviously she does want to work her way through her discography as much as she can, which I'm so thankful for because I love yeah. variety. 
exactly and i would love some of those kind of uh like Deep. fearless platinum edition songs that haven't ever been played before mm. you know a couple of a couple of songs here and there that haven't ever kind of seen the light of day the vault songs that you mentioned that's when i quite like a that's when performance mm. i bet you think about me that would be so cool so yeah I, I hope i hope that we do get get some you know hidden gems that haven't really seen the light of day Definitely. And finally, I guess moving on to some more predictions, but now these ones I feel are realistic considering some of the specific dates that we know uh, the Eras Tour is being played on, the specific places it's being being played at, and also the people that are around, should we say, mostly her openers. Obviously, something that we haven't really taken into consideration is other artists that she could bring out at any random time like marcus mumford just the other day was yes. just such a random inclusion but thinking of collaborators that taylor has worked with obviously ed sheeran may be a possibility at some point during the yes, whole era's and tour loads of songs you can pick yeah exactly they could do a whole set but do you together. think like do you think that certain artists like marcus mumford will be part of the surprise song element or do you think that Hmm. you know how in previous tours they're kind of segmented into the set list you know what i mean it's like the set list kind of stops for a bit the surprise artist comes out and then they do their song and then the set list kind of triggers again i think it depends on the songs yeah a bit both i think it depends on the songs with that person so for example Mm. one of them that we have in this final uh prediction list is um nobody no crime or and or gasoline with heim which could they be acoustic? Would that work? And Haim are a band, right? So not really. Yeah. So I guess yeah. for those, they wouldn't so much fit in the surprise song segment. More like what you just mentioned. They would be specific moments in the rest of the the concert where they bring out like the whole production-y kind of moment. Whereas yeah. with someone like Ed Sheeran, if he were to appear at some point during the tour, I, I really do think they would do a surprise song segment kind of moment. Yeah, it'd be an everything has changed, run Ugh, kind of moment. I would love that. Other songs and other dates that we, we have in this final list is, for example, Ronan. Now, Ronan, Taylor hasn't really played very much live because it is a very specific song for a very specific reason. It was made and put out into the world. But uh, there are, there is a project going around started by Ronan's mother, uh, Mama Maya on Instagram, And she basically has spoken a lot about, you know, the support and love that she has for Taylor and having worked together on the song Ronan, having re-recorded the song as well. And in May, basically, she's doing a project in which she would love Swifties to make friendship bracelets with Ronan on them, you know, the beading, spelling out his name, just to kind of promote uh, that cancer awareness and, and, you know, the things that the song promotes in, in itself so if taylor were to see this do you think that she may suddenly include i think it would be nice and yeah and also to kind of i think it's his birth month as well so mm. it's kind of to celebrate like his him his kind of birthday and yeah and, and obviously kind of awareness and kind of child cancer awareness and things like that so i think that it it's really nice to kind of do that I, again i i, I don't know whether yeah to, if taylor does see it, i think it would be nice to do she's definitely obviously performed it on the 1989 world yep. tour this is true um but it is quite a it is quite a tough one to sing, so it would definitely be a tough one to watch. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. Yeah. And would be a re- really emotional moment. But I think, yeah, it would it would definitely be really lovely and have lots of meaning, which I think is really important. So, yeah, I think, I think that would be nice, definitely. Um, but in terms of kind of other ones as well, hmm. um, I know that you are kind of 
quite hoping for this next oh, one. Yeah. You want to kind of talk about this one? Yeah, yeah. This is my this is my <laughs> tin foil hat conspiracy conspiratory swifty one. April 29th. She's got to play high infidelity. She has to. She's got a date on April 29th. Mm. She, if she doesn't, I swear I'm I'm going to the heiress floor just to scream it at her. Like, why did you not do this? Yeah. Oh, I, she, She'll miss another trick. I know. If she does too, like the Vegas thing, I can let go. But high infidelity, like I've said this even before the tour came about and we knew that surprise songs were a thing. I was already banging on about this to you. So you're probably fed up of hearing it. But, but yeah, I, I feel like for the date, April 29th, being literally mentioned and it will be april 29th how iconic is that do you really want to know where i was april 29th at the eras tour yeah exactly no that would be really cool and i guess then in terms of other ones Mm. we have the next kind of ones are more like location wise so certain songs like obviously paris would make so much sense if taylor has a date in paris and i think that another good song in paris would be begin again um because obviously the music video and she could link them together honestly yeah yeah Um, it makes sense those two songs like paris um could be on guitar i think paris could maybe be on guitar and piano and i think begin again could be quite similar in terms of other locational ones i think obviously things like welcome to new york obviously it mentions new york the closest kind of eras tour date is in new jersey Mm. um so i don't know if maybe it's kind of not quite the same as being in in new york you know like unlike the amazon prime day concert where she was literally like in the center of new york mm, right but we'll, we'll see about that one then london boy would make so much sense in london obviously taylor's done that before um at the jingle bell ball and um, also another kind of location come back be here yeah. for london yes come back be here right, so yes please save that one taylor can you imagine yeah. your yes, london yes. date having <laughs> london boy and come back be here Oh, dream, 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 dream. That is that is a dream. So dream. basically, very, very you're either going to get London Boy and come back be here, or you're going to be cursed with me and mean. Yeah. Me and say, say, me say, say. Me and stay, stay, stay. Yeah. yeah. Um, other locational ones would be like the lakes, possibly at a, a Manchester show. She performs a lot in Manchester. Mm. That's kind of the closest, possibly, to the Lake District. Right. It would make most sense to perform if she was going to perform that song for a location wise kind of. In the UK, obviously up north would make sense. Then also, this is an interesting one mm. for Nashville to play Mad Woman. Right. I think this would be like obviously. Yeah, this would be this very would be... poignant and pointed. But basically, mm. Mad Woman obviously it's a song about her ex record label and the rage that she felt. Well, not just that, but like you know the two SBs as we call them, Scooter Braun and Scott Bruschetta. But yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that it would really be a big F you to them. Uh, because, yeah, do you oh, see yeah. my face in your neighbor's lawn? And obviously they're based in Nashville yeah. and that's where, you know, most of her initial career kind of cropped up from. Took so, off. yeah, definitely an interesting yeah, no, inclusion. That makes sense. Yeah, that would definitely, definitely make sense. I think also, yeah, as you mentioned with kind of Heim and their dates and also another one, as we've mentioned quite a few times, would be Phoebe Bridges and Nothing New. They have to do it. They the have to do she's it. She's supporting. It would make so much sense. I do know that Phoebe Bridges has been brought out a couple of times quite recently, actually, I think by Scissor and Billie Eilish. Okay. So she's definitely up for things like that. Good. Because um, uh, Scissor has a song with Phoebe Bridges yeah. and I think they sang that song. And um, Billie Eilish, I think they sang uh, Phoebe Bridges' song. Um, so yeah, I think that she's definitely up for that. So fingers crossed. Hopefully, she would be up for doing the same with Taylor. But 
there's probably so many more that we're thing is it's so hard isn't it to kind of link them and think which ones would be right. relevant but and there's just so many good ones honestly you, you want anything. your favorite yeah there's exactly. so many good ones and you want your favorites that's it yeah you want your favorites so you always keep them in mind and there's just so many that would work one way or the other honestly i mean there's like over 50 tour dates times that by two we could really get such an amazing selection just to even like my least oh, yeah. favorite songs i'd love to hear them changed up acoustically oh, yeah, because honestly that's taylor oh, yeah. at her best okay well thank you for listening we've now come to the end of this episode if you did enjoy and are listening over on youtube then please do comment the songs that you really want to hear songs that you think might appear at certain dates or with certain support artists because we'd love 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 to hear all of your kind of thoughts because i'm sure there's millions that we've missed so please let us know and if you are controversial controversial as well let us know the ones you maybe don't want to hear so much um but yeah thank you again for listening subscribe to our youtube channel if you did enjoy also like this video please rate us over on apple podcast and spotify and follow us over on instagram at swiftly spoken podcast but thanks again for listening and we will see you soon